What is up, wrestling fans? Welcome to another Fan Ounce Table Edition of the Smart Cow Moment Smack Talk Podcast. We're going to be watching an Elimination Chamber match to get ourselves hyped up for the upcoming Elimination Chamber pay-per-view premium live event. That's what we should be saying, right? My indoctrination is telling me otherwise. I'm your host, as always, Tony Mango. Joining me, as always, are Callum Wiggins. Maybe not. I'm muted. I'm muted. I'm muted. <laughs> he's, <in the> <laughs> he, he's eliminated. No, you, know, you know, you know, what, you know what happened was I, 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 you said that, and then I hit play on the recording rather than my mute button. So that's <laughs> <laughs> we've done. Uh, how many of these? <laughs> All the more reason for me to give the explanation of how it works it, later. It, it's like it's like it's like yeah. <laughs> I'm the stupid one here. What are you doing? <laughs> And to fully introduce the panel, the apparent stupid one, according to himself, Robert D. Felice. That's right. How are you? How are we doing, guys? Uh, I think we're doing better than Cal right now. <laughs> so what we're going to do here is we're going to be watching the 2005 New Year's Revolution pay-per-views elimination chamber match. Just the chamber match, not the rest of the pay-per-view. So. We are joining this an hour and a half or so in uh, the actual time code that we're going with on the Peacock network side of things is one thirty two or one thirty eight twenty two. I should say one three eight two two. It's a little bit different for Callum because he is on the proper WWE network. So I don't know exactly what uh, sure. your thing is on. Um, I'll do a screen share so you can see where I'm going just to be sure because uh, we've been trying to figure out like a specific way of syncing things up i won't do a screen share for everybody that's watching because that doesn't make any sense oh apparently i can't i forgot because peacock doesn't let you do the screen share so you wouldn't be able to see anyway um <laughs> that's just another byproduct of that it's so great isn't it when you've got that kind of company synergy um i guess but if you are watching on the network then what i have on my screen and what rob should have on his is you've got the little dragon and the uh revol on their screen it's just after Fading out from a promo where they showed the cage and it's like a gold kind of tint and you're going to be fading into the logo swooshes on the screen and then it's going to get into the cage lowering. That's essentially where we're at. I'm sure if you stop it around that time frame, you're not going to be too far off. It's not like we're, uh, you know, half a match away from each other or so. What uh, time want, code is it on the network for you? One thirty-eight ten. Uh, 12 seconds off. It's uh. I wonder okay. why the 12 seconds are... I guess that's just from the split-second oh, ad break yeah. things. Yeah, Peacock also blacks out for ad breaks. So Which dumb. they literally keep in all of the programming. I don't understand why that's a thing on the paid tier. Ugh. Well, um, that is what we do. And to make sure that you are synced up with us, we will give you a countdown of 3, 2, 1, play. And you will hit play then. Not when you're getting introduced like we can was doing earlier because i'm not going to introduce everybody that's listening that would no that wouldn't work but um that way you should be pretty close to where we are and as we're going along here drop your comments below join in on the uh discussion as much as you can tell us your thoughts of like oh man i forgot that this move happened or you know you guys are crazy that you thought that this was the best part of the match or whatever the case may be i don't know if i've actually watched this all the way through now that i'm thinking about it i probably have but it's probably been i don't know a decade maybe since I've seen it since I know it's been at least a while since I've even bothered to click on something like this. So I might not have actually watched it. 
this might be my uh my first time watching it through maybe it is for you maybe it's not maybe it's just one of your favorite matches maybe you hate it maybe you're uh hate watching this or something let us know drop a comment below and just uh take out some more housekeeping uh before we get started here make sure that you are subscribed to the channel ring that little notification bell as well to get the email alerts for things like when we go live for pay-per-view post shows and uh you know different things like the mailbag discussions and whatnot um, maybe some more live event type stuff going in the future maybe some more live podcasts maybe even a pay-per-view watch along like during the pay-per-view we still want to try to figure that out so, uh, you know, we can get more finance table content in the future with that. And if you want to help support us, you want to make sure that we do more content in particular of whatever it is what you want us to do, check out the Pick Your Poison tier on Patreon and the YouTube members only subscription. There's the Dark Cast. We're going to do another Dark Cast coming up in the next few weeks where we're going to piggyback off the one that we did last time around with the NXT uh, mock draft. We're going to figure out our fantasy cards for that. And um, hit the like button, hit the share button, hit the little thanks button. And there you go. So, again, we are at 138.22. I will say 3, 2, 1, play. And when I say play, then hit play. You guys ready to go? I'm always ready to go, Tony. Mm-hmm. Yep. And hopefully you are as well. If you're not, hit pause and then come back when you're ready. But we are going to get started in 3, 2, 1, play. We are back live, ladies and gentlemen. Technically speaking, not, because this is 2005, but you know what I mean. Always love the cage lowering. Dum, 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 dum. I love this structure. This is such, like, a... It legitimately hurt people, so it's not good in that way, but, like, it looks so menacing. Are you guys of the same opinion that I am that... Hell in a Cell, of course, has been neutered over the years, and then uh, Elimination Chamber comes along, and even though it's not the same like feud-ending type of gimmick, that it completely surpassed Hell in a Cell. This is like, this is the brutal cage match more than any. Not anymore. They're, they all suck now. I mean, like, <laughs> what? It's like it's like every other. Paid few match type or gimmick stipulation, it's overdone, it's overexposed, and that's completely that's the thing that's hurting more than just the the aesthetic of it. Young Batista. Young Batista is still in his um, like thirty-five, mid-thirties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They are the exact same age. <laughs> Imagine the world if this would have been Jindrak instead of Batista. Mm. Imagine if he was still a Deacon at this point. Mm-hmm. 
Good little tease. Yeah. They've been sowing the seeds for a while now, so... This, this is what actual long-term story- storytelling looks like. Oh, that's... Any entire- guy that's like a, Travis. you know, even though he's not younger in the sense that we were just talking about like age wise, but he's a fresh new he's type of new guy, guy and you give him that build and you give him the Royal Rumble win and then he challenges his rival and then he goes on and beats him at WrestleMania and he gets a big win over a big established superstar. My God, it works. <laughs> and then he beats him two to two paid for you straight after that. But then again, you have to be, there's very few I- people that Triple H would do that for, so. I mean, it took, what was it, 14 years? But Triple H eventually beat him once. <laughs> Bischoff's been uh, showing up a lot more on WWE television these days. Yeah, maybe AEW kicked him out. They started arguing with Tony Khan, right? Yeah. But So at this point in time, just to set the scene, the World Heavyweight Championship has been vacated. Uh, due to a match, a triple threat match between uh, Triple H, Chris Benoit, and uh, Edge. I think Triple H tapped out to a submission that both wrestlers had applied at the time. So obviously the match ended in a weird draw situation and they decided to vacate the title off Triple H. An hour and a half in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the pay-per-view an hour and a half in. That makes yeah. no All sense. It was just one elongated uh, kickoff show. Then again, that's how WWE looks at a lot of things, right? That's what yeah. WrestleMania yeah. is going to be. It's the most stupendous two-night... He meant to uh, say welcome to the Elimination Chamber, and he just didn't. Like, Yeah. Well, we're going to get a, a two-night stupendous WrestleMania this year of... Oh, they are taking the piss out Two matches. <laughs> At least Owens is uh, making fun of it, you know? Oh, yeah, that's the only thing he can do now. That's maybe the reason he stayed for so long, so he can keep taking the piss out of things. The word's stupendous is... <laughs> that ring bell was pretty uh, rinky-dink. Ding, ding, yeah. ding. <laughs> oh, Lillian's struggling. <laughs> Go on, Lillian, you got this. That's pretty bad. <laughs> match will continue when it continues to match. <laughs> Participants come out and they participate. Okay, Lillian, thank you. <laughs> she tried. Yeah, she's far from the worst ring announcer that they've ever had. But yeah, once in a while, there's those moments where she's just sort of like, you know, the winner of the Royal Rumble will win the Royal match. <laughs> so I have to tell you, this is um, this is more tasteful than the like shorts wearing reference, yes. Michael. That's that's the goodness of the Lord. So why is uh, HBK the special guest referee? So because fuck everybody in this match, and he hates all of them. <laughs> yes, yes, that that is basically he's he's basically feuding, and not with everyone, but. They, especially Edge at the moment, is the guy that he's mainly feuding with. So he got speared at Taboo Tuesday 2004, where he was facing a Triple H for the World Heavyweight Championship. They did a Taboo Tuesday vote where Michaels uh, got more votes than Edge and Chris Benoit to get the match with Triple H. Edge was in the process of turning heel. That kind of like cemented the heel turn when he took out Michaels in the match to cost him it. He went, he went out for a little while with an injury and now he's back refereeing this one. 
So he's got an but issue with Triple H, it. with and of course by proxy with Batista. He's yeah, got an issue with, with Randy. Well, first Randy's uh. Oh, first time. Randy's babyface at this point. Yeah, Randy's yeah, Randy's babyface now. And he spent the last. You got to think about it like this. God, he my spent eyes. The last <laughs> year fighting Evolution, which was Batista, Randy, and Hunter. Benoit for the world title. And he spent the year before that fighting uh, Jericho. And then Edge is the guy who cost him the world title. So everybody was just like, oh, Christ. Yeah. yeah. This is the weird uh, halfway house Edge where Edge is. Um... He's, he's not full got met- he's, yeah, superstar. Yeah, he's got Metal Lingus now, and he's he's turned heel, but he's still doing his uh, edge entrance and stuff. The babyface trying to get the crowd pumped up kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, that other pyro doing stuff like that, but now he's obviously just being like, uh, having a go at the fans. Yeah, like he doesn't, Edge doesn't figure it out until Lita. Like, that is the most interesting thing about Edge. Well, he's already had Lita at this point. Well, <laughs> but he hasn't had her on TV yet. <laughs> yeah. So what is it about this chamber that you like better than the one that they've got now? He, he likes the way it looks. He likes the fact that it's more of a violent aesthetic. And I like the fact that they didn't, they're didn't. they not so up their own asshole that there's not a giant WWE logo on the top of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I, I, I like the new one because it's safer. And that's I mean, yes. the same thing. Yes, sure. But like bit... you know, it's also this looks intimidating and is. Talk about Triple H's entrance. <laughs> it seems odd. Yeah, it it just feels odd with Triple H coming out now. But then again, I guess like I just remember I I just tend, tend to remember Triple H like being one of the first guys entering these things. You can tell they're not in the states because the people are very happy to see him. Yeah, they're in uh, Puerto they're, well, Rico, they're right? They're in the states technically, but they're in Puerto Rico. Like people are so grateful to see Triple H. They don't see him that much. I don't think you'd see uh, many Flairy's God signs nowadays. Oh, he could say at a New York City hospital, not a New York City medical facility, huh? Well, he's yeah, Jim I think, Ross. I think, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think Jim yeah. Ross is uh, going into business for himself. <laughs> yeah. Vince is backstage being like, you know, it's a medical facility, damn it. I'm going to fire you for the ninth time. But also, it's 2005. Maybe Vince isn't as anal about the word medical facility yet. Oh, yeah. We also now also getting into the uh, era where they've started to move in a little bit more into free uh, commentators. Our place is going nuts. Yeah. Oh, Triple H is playing into it now. He's like going, uh, he's going into a uh, slight baby face mode now. I'm a heel, but you know, the crowd love me. So I'm going to play into a baby face thing instead. Super kick him. <laughs> <laughs> he's having fun. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, fuck you. Sean's the only ever uh, special referee for an Elimination Chamber, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Though, I mean, this match doesn't yeah, favor this kind of a rule. It only mm-hmm. works because, again, it's Sean and he's got so much 
of a history with everybody here. Yeah. Like at this point, this, Edge is the only person he hadn't fought in a one-on-one match. This this babyface Randy Orton just didn't work. It sucks. Oh my god, he's. I I I have to say, like obviously I've always had my um things with Randy and stuff like that, but it's incredible how over he is. Like it's amazing. He's the he must. I I would say safely that out of the people that are quote unquote main roster guys. He's the most over guy in WWE by a country mile. You talking about at this point, or are you talking about in now, nowadays, nowadays, nowadays? Oh my god, everybody loves Randy Orton. Might be. I know it was St. Louis in the Royal Rumble, so obviously they were good cheering. But it's just like the the pop that he gets is massive. Nobody, he's, he's reached legend status, you know. Yeah, yeah. Nobody that appears every single week. Well, he, to be fair, he doesn't appear every single week nowadays. But like, he doesn't appear the majority of the time and gets anywhere near the reaction he does. I mean, you've got kids that are like. You know, teenagers. You know what? He's smarter. He's better in the ring. He's like everything. He's so much better than he was at this point in his career. And in fairness, he's like MJF's age here. Randy Orton at this point has only had like one blow away match with match with Foley at Backlash 2004. And obviously they made it. It was a good match, but yeah, and they shot him to the moon. Oh, it's so weird watching this without the pyro and the yeah. uh, his normal music. I think that's the first time he's ever done it. Because like he wasn't doing it much with, before the pyro. I, I I like this music. I mean, obviously, I I like uh, I walk line better, but like this is still great music. It's you know leaps and bounds better than a lot of the ones that we got now. But oh god, now then again, like, fuck it, <laughs> fucking Royal Rumble happens. Like you actually just watch the match, and I can't tell who anybody is coming yeah, I, out. I know. The music. Like if I shut my eyes, I wouldn't know unless the commentators were saying who it was coming out. Or That's unless it's so somebody bad. like the Queen Zelina Vega, where it says Queen Zelina Vega. You know, yeah. Even Seth with the burn it down, it's like everything's awful with that. Yeah, like Ricochet has the and then it goes into like. Just some jobber theme, and even Natty's is different, but you can't tell because it's got the Hitman siren. Hmm. They changed Natty's. I guess I paid that little attention to when Natty's coming out like that. Like it's like this, but you could tell, like you just tell how much weight they're putting behind Batista now. Like he, fe- he feels like a huge deal at this point. I mean, to be fair, like, like uh, watching this one now, it's only a couple of weeks ago we watched the Royal Rumble 2005. Mm-hmm. So this is like the, oh, yeah. this is the it's show before he's, uh, yeah, before he's uh, well, his main crowning achievement at that point. And if you're looking at these people that are in this match, like obviously Triple H multi-time champion well-established Orton's got that future star kind of thing edges the uh future star but he's also been around for a while but he says some guy that looks like a fucking beast million bucks so yeah i mean this looks like it would be a hell of an elimination chamber now you got jericho coming out which of course Jericho's great yes this is a well jericho's uh well the start of jericho's final year as Y2J, like the Y2J. Yeah. And he comes back, when he comes back in like 2007, he's still Y2J for a bit, but you know. Yeah, the me want title match thing. Yeah, he had the one match with uh, Randy Orton. 
I still to this day have that save us music is my uh, ringtone on my phone. Mm. And it makes sense to have Jericho pop out like this too. Kind of start off with somebody who's more of like a wrestler wrestler. Save oh, some well, of the well, other well, kind well, of focal Yeah, wait, 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 see, number, no, uh, the second, the guy that he's uh, partnering up with. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Blank. Yeah, the, the, the <laughs> yes. <laughs> Stephen Richards. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, Benoit is only, a, only about six months removed from his one and only world championship reign. So everybody here has been a champion except for Batista. Batista. And, yeah. and of course, oh yeah, yeah Edge. Yeah, Edge has been world champion at this point, yeah. And, Edge uh, has to wait a whole nother year to be world champion. At an elimination chamber. <laughs> yeah. it, it does seem quite amazing considering how many titles he did end up winning that he's the last guy out of all these people to be world champion. Who, Edge? Yeah. Oh yeah, well, you have to remember, like, he also is champion... When half of these people are already gone full time, mm. that's how he ends up getting eleven. Yeah. I think it's just like yeah, just looking at the order of the stuff as well. It's um, like Triple H's obviously been world champion multiple times already at this point. He's probably already like a seven or eight time champion at this point. This, is, maybe. this spoiler, he wins. If you don't know, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, this win will be his tenth. Right. Uh, Jericho's his first world title was in two thousand one, was first WWE world title. Well, that was his only at the yeah. at that fucking yeah. point. Yeah, and um, then you have uh, yeah, and then it's Benoit, and Benoit goes straight into Orton, and then it's just Triple H for a while before he gets to Batista, and then Edge just has to sit and wait until uh, Money in the Bank. So. And then he doesn't even cash in for this world title. No, but he does do it at an elimination chamber match. Uh... Or after yep. an elimination chamber match at New Year's Revolution, so hmm. yeah, you got around to it. Yeah, I always like to look back at that one as well. Just think, like the fact that he only held that title up until the Royal Rumble, and just feel like that could have just been it for him. That very well could have. Like we know yeah, that you look, now. At, you look at people like you look at people like nowadays, like uh, Big E and stuff like that, and Kofi and just like obviously Gender. Kofi held it for a long time. Yeah, but just in case like you just hold it the once, and then you just like. Okay, you've had that now, and now we just put you back into a tag team or back down the mid card, and that's it. We can see, can see some actual wrestling to start off with. Shawn Michaels is like perfected being a referee. Yeah, he's he done it so to... many times. Like... Yeah, <laughs> he, he just needs to be. Um, yeah, he just needs to be very over exaggerated. He's very dramatic as a referee, but he's very dramatic in most situations. So. If you think about it, he's been a guest referee in three different decades. How many, uh, who do you think's got more special guest referee spots? He or Stone Cold? Him. Oh, Sean. Yeah, Sean, definitely. That's a... So Sean's Sean, been uh, at least a couple of times. Yeah. Oh, the ones I remember for Austin are, so Austin was special referee for uh, Lester Goldberg. Goldberg. Lesnar. And he was also a special referee for, um, was it Lashley? And... Batista. Oh, he was enforcer for Lashley and, and Mark, wasn't he? And he was a referee for that one, too. Oh, he was a referee, okay. Uh, he was a referee for Jerry Lawler versus Michael Cole. Oh, yeah, he was, yeah. 
But like Sean, but, yeah, Sean, Sean, I remember. remember. Yes. So this obviously there is um, the Rock versus Triple H on the first episode of SmackDown. Rock versus Triple H in the Iron Man match. Yep. Uh, uh, Undertaker, uh, Triple H, end of an era. Uh, I think he was a special guest referee for Adam Cole versus Drew McIntyre. Yep. He was a special guest referee for um, Brian versus Orton inside Hell in a Cell. Bret Hart versus The Undertaker at SummerSlam. Uh, Be like you. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get some Germans going. He's so fucking good. Like, I, like, ah, uh, I always feel like shit watching these because it's like you want to just praise the ability here, but you you know the future. Yeah. <laughs> that person was going to do it's the hard for every punch. Match. <laughs> like rope draft ropes. It's for the chamber match. It's always bugged me this these inconsistencies of the rules, whether the whether the ropes do count or not. It always like just completely threw me in that first elimination chamber match, where Triple H puts his foot on the rope to um, not be pinned off the five star. I think it's fair to do that when it's like the first one and you don't know. Yeah, but yeah, but it just like sets a weird precedent, and then in future there are certain situations where they don't use the rope break, where you can pin them on the outside of the ring, and it's like. And there's technically it's no DQ, so there shouldn't be a rope break anyway. Yeah, realistically, the first the first match of any pay per view should be the one that sets the precedence for all future ones, unless they like then make specifically clear in like a promo segment later on or something like that that they've changed the rules somehow. Rather yeah, kind of like, like when they've done, let you, guess. you know, the Royal Rumble's going to have forty people this year, that kind of deal. Well, well, to be fair, it wasn't until uh, the Michaels thing in uh, 95 they made the rule about both feet touching the floor, really, did they? Right. Well, well they, they enforced it after that. Right, yeah. I like when Canadians do this. Like, you know that they're going to their buddy's pod mm. kind of thing. Yeah. Jesus Christ, am I? They're more just flipping all the way over in that as well. Uh, Jerry pointing out that uh, Benoit landed on his head. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, they can down in Spanish. Yeah, <laughs> good for them. I wonder if they'll do that in Saudi. I like the fact Michael's is looking around. It's like, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> what they can down in uh, Arabic? Jesus Christ! I would yeah, assume like they would. Yeah, fucking white. Yeah, he didn't even white. Yeah, you got to try to get a pedigree off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can tell that like like. Oh my god! It's the it's the star of the match. <laughs> oh, this is this is what it would be Oof. like when um Jesus. This would be what it'd be like. Well, I say it'll be like that when uh Lesnar gets in the ring. Realistically, that's probably the case because he's the biggest star in that. Um, Lesnar's gonna come in last and eliminate mm-hmm. everybody. Yeah, he's definitely gonna do that. Well. I mean, oh, yeah, he's. I'll be the last one into it. There's yeah, still but... a chance that Bobby Lashley w- retains, but Lesnar's going to be the star that comes in and everybody goes fucking nuts. Rope break. Oh, look, yeah. the rope oh, on the rope. Yeah, right. No selling this kick. <laughs> mm. Well, he's a star. He's the star of the match. He can't sell at this point. Oof. Oh, Jericho's going to make him sell though by giving him <laughs> that sort of chance. <laughs> 
Wait, what? What did Lawler just say? <laughs> about crying. Yeah. You know, he's, he's, the, he's, the, he's the headless horseman. He's going to wind up like a Kabad crane with no head. You know, he's chopping him in the chest, not the neck. Yeah. Well, you chop from the neck upwards. So I guess it's got going up from going up from the chest into the neck. And that's definitely not a Kabad crane. <laughs> yeah. Is he not? No, he's oh, not the headless you- horseman. I thought he was. No, he's in the Headless Horseman story stuff, but he's not the Headless Horseman. Uh, Oh, as you can see, Jerry Lawler and Callum Wiggins were both confused. Oh, yeah, maybe. It's uh, like, you ever see Sleepy Hollow? Uh, Uh, I I probably have, but I can't remember it. Headless Horseman's Christopher Walken. Ichabod Crane is, uh, what's his face? (laughs) Christopher Walken. <laughs> I'm happiest with a helmet. <laughs> oh god, what's the name of the other guy in the movie? Fucking Johnny Depp. <laughs> oh, oh, that guy. Yeah, I could see how he struggled to remember that quite obscure. Yeah, I, I kept only thinking Edward Scissorhands, and I'm like, that's not his name. <laughs> so I'm mixing the two things. I'm like that, but yeah, Headless Horseman is not a Kavod Crane. Two yeah. different characters in the same thing. That's like being like a uh, you know Robin, you know Bruce Wayne. <laughs> And why doesn't bleed a lot in the matches he's in? But when, oh, when he, he bleeds, he bleeds a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he doesn't bleed often, but he bleeds a lot. You put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to rem- I'm trying to remember some of the matches that he's like bled up. He did ble- did he bleed in the um the triple threat? I think so. Uh maybe because everybody seemed to be. Yeah, pretty much everyone was, yeah. So but yeah, but it's hard to tell then whether he's bleeding or just he's getting the blood of the other their blood over it, yeah. Sean's face is, you know, unrecognizable. Hey, you made me bleed my own blood. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of shit you just don't see oh, anymore. Where it's like- Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's be intimidating. <laughs> yeah, see, uh, see I don't I see this is why I don't like this. I don't like this. <laughs> Because obviously, it, obviously, it looks painful, but that's because it fucking is. Like, right, you can't um, get around that. That hurts like a son of a bitch for sure. Yeah. But look how high he gets up on it as well. It's just ridiculous. Ugh. The reason I was thinking to watch this one is because there's so many things here that you'll never see again. <laughs> like a pool of somebody else's blood. Fuck. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's uh let's count the things you'll never see again. The pool of someone's blood, Batista in the ring. <laughs> Shawn Michaels with hair. Match, yeah. <laughs> the only thing that you might see again is Edge in the ring and Jericho in the ring. Jim Ross uh at his uh A game. Jericho under 220 pounds. You'll never hear coach again. You know, <laughs> got him in the ne- uh, neck for that one. Yeah, yeah, it's just the. <laughs> what was that? Just running in with the yeah, kind of awkward. <laughs> Why the fuck not? Well, at the moment they're stalling until the next guy gets in. So, I imagine. And this is like legit five minute intervals. Yeah. Jericho's covered in Benoit's blood. Rope break again. Stop, stop doing that. 
I'm assuming Jimmy Orton. Jimmy Road breaks in a no DQ match. Yeah, Edge. Yeah. Listen to that reaction. Crowd did not give a fuck. Edge was coming in. This is in that era where, like, for some reason, people were just not. Like, he was. Might as well have been the furniture. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's definitely still going babyface mode. He doesn't know how to not play to the crowd. Yeah. Imagine the reaction if Triple H would have been pinned right then. (laughs) It wasn't until it was like, hey, this guy's sleeping with a hot lady. (laughs) We don't like that. (laughs) I mean, mean, they didn't. Oh, obviously, obviously, these people wouldn't know that, but obviously... Those in the know knew that already. <laughs> but um but yeah, Ed- Edge needs to is still in very much in the, the growing phase at the moment. It's what this is the like, same edge is... that says I don't want to be in the money in the bank match that yeah. he will eventually win. <laughs> yeah. There's a difference of like where Edge is here and where he where he is now, obviously with like Define like Hall of Fame legend status. But now it's still at a point where we like you never know, you don't know what, what edges are going to end up being, really. Now he's at the point where if WWE were approaching this in their 2022 logic, it would be, yeah, there's not going to be anything for him. Let's fucking fire him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Although, like, in a complete opposite of that, because he's, you know, here, you at least know, well, they see something in him. Because they weren't doing that at the time where it was like, all right, let's put them in the chamber. Just because, yeah. Yeah. They would would do that next year where you'll see like Carlito and Masters in the chamber. And eventually you get to the point where there's like Ryback wins the Intercontinental title in it for no reason. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's where uh, Jericho Jericho gigs. Yeah, I think Jericho's gigging. Yep. Doing that right now. (laughs) <laughs> he's got the pose see, going see for me that really hurt like future matches because they'll still bounce them all up and down the cage and they just won't bleed and you're like ah. well, they can't they can't do that now because it's sick isn't it so it's yeah it, it's uh gory self-mutilation i guess yeah oh now oh oh jesus triple h going now probably <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he's doing it with both hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got that wrist tape really close to his head there for a second. <laughs> Somebody get him some help. <laughs> now he's doing it. Somehow Shawn Michaels just starts bleeding. <laughs> Rick Flair's on the outside gushing. Yeah. Jericho. Jericho doesn't actually never like, bled that doesn't often. Doesn't bleed either. much either, yeah. We've seen him bleed like more in the last uh, like two or three years than he's had done in like his entire career up to that point. You can see Flair getting itchy. He wants, to, like, yeah. <laughs> Flair's gonna start elbow dropping his uh, jacket around <laughs> ringside. I always liked uh, Flair's referee because he always sold things as like as much as the wrestlers in the ring. <laughs> uh, this is back when uh, Jericho was trying to get the running into Guri. That finisher. might have been his finisher. Good breakers is this met. best. Uh, Pinfall wise. Uh, li- li- yeah, Lion Time is the best one. Eh, I don't like that as a finisher. To me, that's a setup move or something. That's like a, you know, pop the crowd with doing something, but. Oh, 100 not oh, I talked about the Lion Time and not the Lion Salt. 
Hunter didn't get all of it. Oh, I thought you said Lion's Hall. He's got his nose. Yeah. No, nah, no, nah, the Lion's Hall. You want to talk about the... Not the Force of Jericho, but the Wars of Jericho with the knee. The, the, the better version of the... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, if you're going... Know, the match is over. If you're going to any of his finishers, Lion Tamer is best, yeah. Pinfall-wise, like, though, like Codebreaker like, is best. I was like that he would okay, he would just go for the Wars of Jericho and never just, like, first, and then would put the Lion Tamer on when he needed the match is over. It's like when Kurt Angle used to just put the Grapevine on the ankle lock. It's like, okay, now you know the match is over. I always wonder, it's just like, why don't you just do that in the first place, Oh, Troy just managed to cut his nose instead. Yeah, it looks, looks like he's got some ketchup on his nose. It's kind of funny, actually. <laughs> That'd be even better if he's just got a packet of ketchup that he just squirted. Hunter, the red nose wrestler. <laughs> Hunt Hurst Helmsley. Oof. Mm. <laughs> oh, hey, Greg. I would suggest that's it, but Jericho is clearly yeah, underneath the bottom maybe, row. Yeah. God, Jericho really jumped up on that. God, they really mastered this whole, like, somebody's coming in, everybody get down. <laughs> <laughs> Edge, Edge didn't learn that one. That's why he's not main eventer. Not yet. I think we know this. This is Randy. Yeah, Randy, yeah. Here's something that they've been doing a lot better over the years. This little, like, near, 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 near kind of thing, that's not anywhere near as good as it is now, where they have that, like, more more like synced up version of that and it's do 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 ding kind of thing so for context what started this whole thing was at survivor series there was a four on four and the winners got to control raw for a week and everyone whether they were on triple h team or not agreed that when it was their week to control raw because they have logic they were just going to book themselves in the world title match and beat Triple H. Um, Randy couldn't do that because there was a rule that Randy couldn't challenge Triple H for the belt. So he booked Triple H to defend the title in a battle royal. Vince came out and said, no, fuck that, because in that situation, Stephen Richards could become the world champion, and I don't want that. <laughs> but I will have the winner of the battle royal challenge Triple H next week. Edge and Benoit win. Edge and Benoit then challenge Triple H and they get into some kind of like I pinned him but he also tapped me out at the same time. We need to hold the belt up in an elimination chamber. And like that to me is so much better than I don't know, it's February you want to do a chamber? Oh. Uh, see, I'm down with Elimination Chamber being the roadblock to WrestleMania, but I don't like it when it's kind of the way that they're doing it this year, where it just seems like it's like, all right, let's just have the Chamber and Lashley will defend in that. I like it better when you're just uh, determining who the number one contender is. Well, it's all just hit the RKO on Jericho out of nowhere and then just decided, oh, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's the guy for Benoit instead. And now, now Benoit's got him in a um, more of a guillotine hold than a crossface. Hey, Hunter's bleeding more. He opened up another packet of ketchup. Now, why would you fucking stop? You know? If he wants to. He's yeah, yeah. He'd rather, rather eliminate <laughs> Triple H. Yeah. <laughs> that. I, I kind of like that. Just because I know how much he hates Triple H and stuff. So. Now they need to finish this up by having Randy get up and go. Do an RKO. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, this is fantastic. 
And if you notice, they're going out of their way to not eliminate anybody. Yeah. Yeah, so, no, but, um, yeah, again, never always been the biggest Triple H fan, but he does all, whenever he's in, like, the cross-face or sharpshooter in particular, he was always he so... He the fuck yeah. out of that. And think about how much better this is where you've got each one of these guys eventually, of course, is a main eventer. Oh, there goes. Uh, They're all looking good here because you're not just taking somebody out for the sake of taking somebody out. Whereas future elimination chamber matches, you get like, all right, well, you know, we've got three people in the ring, so somebody's got to get eliminated for the sake of it. And and it makes sense that Sean's down because of a spear. I like, I like the fact that, like, if, if they are desperately trying to actually get Orton over as a uh, top baby face, they've decided that uh, he's going <laughs> to. He's the one that Edge gets official pin for. But he doesn't. All the way across the ring there. That was good. Good slide for Sean right there. Yeah. The Uno Dash Trace Sean as well. They should do more, they should have do more in front of a Spanish crowd. That was fantastic. There was so much logic in that moment. Yeah. I think we're probably past the five minute mark where Batista probably should have came in. <laughs> nope. Have you been we'll timing be it? This. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, they have to, yeah, they, they probably will extend it a little bit. They have to make sure the edge got out before that. So. Oh, oh, no. Don't, please don't go to the, chat, the pod. I mean, to be fair, I know what happens anyway. So just Is do he it going for my to own entertainment? I can't prevent it from happening, so just do it for my own entertainment then. Uh. Oh my god. How how well do you think he hits it? Oh, he's <laughs> Probably far away not at too. all. Oh. Or he hits it perfectly because he's. Hmm. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Into the walls. Jesus Christ. Wait, like, wait, the crowd's wait, going wait, crazy wait, now. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Oh. <laughs> there it is. Oh, oh this they, is so good. And then, and then they put the uh, thing down quickly. Just enough time for Batista yeah, to be coming out. Oh. Oh. Oh, I, I, they can't open the door. Yeah. You know what would have been so great if Batista kicked his way out. He might. Oh, no, they, oh. they let him out, but it would have been so good if Batista had kicked. His yeah, way that out. would have been a good entrance. Fuck, that was great, man. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I wanted to watch this match because it's actually good. Like, <laughs> and good things are good. <laughs> good things are good. And if you think that this podcast is one of those good things, hit that thumbs up button. Tell us that good things are good by doing that. Yeah, crowd is big. He's hot for Batista. Oh, oh, got a lot of height on that spinebuster. Good spinebuster, yeah. (laughs) You got to tease that because that's coming up at WrestleMania. Yeah, but it's not time to do it yet. And Jim Ross is doing this like a fucking champ, like yeah. This this is such a good story. God. Yeah. What? 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 what yeah. <laughs> just, why, sometimes why it's it just like that fucking easy, right? <laughs> why is it not like this anymore? Uh, Holy shit. Oh. 
every single person oh, here, okay. it's made sense. Like, oh, oh, oh my god, it's the cameraman. <laughs> that is such a good spot as well. <laughs> oh, this is get this is getting fun now. Batista. Yeah, this is yeah, this is like this is what you do to get a guy over. Gets into the ring and just beats the shit out of everyone. And I'd argue that everybody here is over. Yeah. Except for the guy that they already eliminated and this one, because people weren't ready for Randy to be a baby face. Yeah. Who do you think the cameraman was? Who's taking the uh, bomb? Sim Snooker. <laughs> nah, because they actually uh, he took the bump well <laughs> instead yeah. of doing it wrong. They put Howard Finkel in there. <laughs> He'll do it. Jericho's, a lot, uh, Jericho's done a lot of stuff with cameras actually recently and stuff like that. Too... Mm, oh, can't wow. really yeah, tell. It has to be. Totally yeah, wrong. yeah, I can't tell. But the man's wearing elbow pads, so he knew something. <laughs> <laughs> He's a nondescript guy in with dark black hair. It could literally be anybody. And they're in Puerto Rico, so you just never know. Could be one of the colognes. Sure, it could be like a a young. Primo or something. Come on, let me, come on, let me just see the face. See He's got a wedding ring on. Oh. Man's got a family and you're fucking throwing him around. <laughs> <laughs> My God, that man's got a family. But at least he knows to wear his standard cameraman equipment of his shoulder pads and uh, knee pads and elbow pads and all. Why didn't you show the cameraman? Because it's Shane. Do it's like... that either. Like, normally that would be like... Oh, we gotta get outside the cage or whatever. They just wanted to take out the cameraman because fuck you. Oh, somebody might get thrown out of the cage. Still, no, never no, mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just think that yeah, that should lead to realistically that should lead to a spot. Hunter should at least be trying to get out of the. Or Flair should have been trying to get in. True. Get a chair or something like. Yeah. Bulldog on the steel. Oh, they're definitely giving uh, the crowd its money's worth after the, the other shit show. I mean, yeah, you can argue that this show is a shit show, but I think this makes up for it. Oh, yeah, this is great. But then again, you could have just like made the show an hour long and you could have just had this and then we could all go home happy. <laughs> First of all, you could have got home happy and also two wrestlers wouldn't have gotten injured earlier in the night and uh, thrown your WrestleMania plans probably in all sorts of places. So who gets injured? So Lita Eugene, and yeah, Eugene gets injured in a tag team match earlier in the show, so that ends up him and Regal having to relinquish the tag titles. And Lita gets injured in a match with Trish Stratus for the women's title, and it ends up with Trish winning the title, but having to win the title back. I don't know if that was the plan, but like, there's a good chance that they just had to, had to call an audible and have Trish win the title back, even though she'd only dropped it like a uh, flare flop. They only dro- had only dropped it like uh, a few weeks earlier. To Leah. There's a good chance that they wanted Lita versus Trish at Mania. Yeah. Instead, they had to have a, well, the, the ultimate Lita surrogate, Chrissy Hemi, against uh, Trish instead. But... Also, sort of, uh, yeah, started to fade a little bit. They're just waiting, seemingly. Well, And you get a spine oh. buster. Oh, on top of the. Oh, and God. that'll do. Yeah. 
You won't see yeah. anybody, many people get pinned off the spine buster, but if you're going to do it, that's a good way to do it. More people should get pinned by somebody's secondary move. Yeah, so they. Yeah, I, I, I've always, I've always had the belief that you, as a wrestler, you should have multiple finishes. Or and Jericho, at least multiple ways to win matches. So, Jericho has mastered that in recent years. Yeah, but can you really say he's mastered it if one of them is just a stupid-looking elbow? <laughs> I, 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 think I like the juice. It makes sense for his older age. He doesn't want to be, you know, flipping yeah. or bumping. And- yeah, and I, I, th- I think it makes sense because now he wrestles a lot of guys that are smaller than him. So he ca- he could realistically beat him with one uh, rotating elbow. I hate it so much. World's strongest man. And Sean is selling the fuck out of this. Like, mm. Oh. Getting ready for the Batista bomb. Oh, Jericho's dead waiting him. Oh, no, he got up. Oh. So good. How do you guys uh, prefer power bombs? You like set out? Do you like a uh, razor's edge type? You know, it depends on who's doing them. Yeah, they they all have the unique charms. I mean, Batista doing the set out power bomb, like the, the the explosiveness that he gets on the fall is great. But then you look at the last ride. Honestly, the last ride is is something that just like terrifies me because I have no idea why anyone would have agreed to take that. And then. Um, but then you look at like Kev- well, Kevin Nash's one. Yeah, Jackknife Jack just Nash picks you up and great. you're going to fall yeah. somehow. <laughs> yeah. He's seven feet. That's so like you're falling that. from at least seven feet. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I, I used to like a Kane's power bomb that he did for a little while where he used to just like fall his entire body weight forward while doing it. Young 24-year-old features. Yeah. I mean, you got to give him credit, though. That's very young. Well, he just opened up immediately there. I don't think he gigged that one. He can't have done that. It was too quick for him to gig. Well, you see, he's a third-generation wrestler, so it's built in. His blood is different. Yeah, Yeah, to be fair, I did He's got gigging blood. It's working blood. Yeah, Yeah, to be fair, I did just see him... uh, Put something into his uh into his right uh, knee pad. So probably was it. <laughs> there you go. It's like a big evolution reunion now. Let's think. We're only a couple of uh. Like a decade or so away from Blue Teaster. <laughs> Such a good match. Yeah. At least we were watching this one instead of uh, the one that'll eventually happen that we'll probably be disappointed with in a couple weeks. <laughs> I, I oh, that, that know, one looks that one looks fucking stacked. On that, yeah, that one that. that one looks very good. I mean, if you're gonna do a chamber, this is the one to do. Remember that 
when we get to the match. <laughs> oh, I know that there's a good chance it's all going to just go get pear shaped and stuff like that, but uh, but it actually it looks good. To be fair, it's just gonna it's, it's for me it's going to be a tale of two uh, match. It's going to be all the guys doing the cool stuff beforehand, and then when Brock Lesnar comes in and eliminates everybody, that's basically a completely separate match. As long as the first one's good, I'll be somewhat satisfied. And with all the different rumors going around, I actually have doubt as to who would win. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not yeah, I'm not. I'm not entirely certain who will win. Which is I'm the not, best feeling to have going into a show. Yeah, like my um, my brain at the moment is telling me it's probably Lashley, but yeah, I'm thinking it's just go with Brock. I, I, I seriously doubt they're unifying the tiles at WrestleMania. So. Yeah, it saves the it saves them the time to think. You know what hmm. I mean? You don't gotta make another world title match. Well, true. But they already, but if they already know they're going to be doing a Roman and Lesnar, then they can they can figure out something else. They don't need they don't need the other ones to be a, a big match because then they the other matches be the, the other nights being uh, headlined by Ronda and Charlotte. So that's true. Anything else? It's just uh, anything else that happens. Oh, oh, doing all in the gutsy baby face. Something that really just doesn't suit him at all. He can't even do like the I'm hearing voices. I'm gonna go to that place. Yeah, you don't, you don't even have that. To rely on yet? Yeah. Yeah, I'm oh, really gonna get his signature moves. I don't think he really has yet. No, he doesn't have the uh the floating D. Doesn't really have the floating DT. Oh. oh. You don't need a floating DT when you have that. <laughs> yeah. I like this spot. Reliable. Well. <laughs> this camera angle's great. You just see Triple H like get up and he could get over there if he wanted to, but he decides uh better safe to just get him get Batista out. And they play on that later. Yeah, it's great. It's fucking logic. Yeah. Good things are good, man. I tell you. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, it's good storytelling. I can't I can't deny like it's I like Batista and Triple H is one of the best told stories of the last twenty years. It's almost like they put in some thought put a little effort into it instead of just going that again repeat <laughs> which it stretches like right from really the implosion of evolution and like the Orton stuff and or winning the title and then but the, but realistically it seemed like what people didn't seem to expect was that Orton winning the world championship was actually really the launching pad for Batista to become one of the top stars in the company yeah Hunter claims that he's that people looked right past Dave and he kept saying it's gonna be Dave and he made sure it was. Because, <laughs> like, let's be fair, he could have put over Orton stronger than he did. Oh, look, Batista getting in. Oh, Flair's gone in. <laughs> How did he get in? <laughs> How did he? I guess they left the door open after all. Oh, ah, there you okay, go. Okay, it makes sense. And they, they explain it. Logic. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah, good, good, good. I'm happy with the logic there. So I kind of wondered, why why was it just like when the camera got in? Why couldn't Flair just gotten in beforehand? I love that Sean, who is not competing, 
has blood on his wrist tape. <laughs> oh. Oh, hang on. Oh, is this one of those, like, long, drawn-out pedigrees? Yeah. Oh, wait, you can't even... Oh, you can't just cover him even though he's out from that clothesline. You have to make no. sure you get your move in. Get Absolutely. your move in. Which I'm all right with. And Orton's dead weight because he doesn't know how to be a baby face. Yeah. All got quite the wedgie there as well. That's the real finisher. Hmm. There you go. You got the trace. Yeah. So in that one motion, Triple H, who vacated the championship... Now wins won the, the title match. <laughs> right. Like, that's the one loophole that I'm not down with is that he didn't need to win it back. <laughs> yeah, they just added that to. Um, Had his guess, stats. Uh, just to have some a bit of jeopardy involved in it. And then also, but then just to immediately get the title back to Triple H. Oh, well, you got to pad the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I sure has to lift his hand up. But they don't hate each other anymore. They're still playing on that. Like, they finished their feud back in June. Yeah. Dave's very, thank you, Dave. (laughs) Yeah. Lift me up. (laughs) And he's not fully down for it, but he's like... He's like, all right, I'll have my moment. Yeah, yeah He's not aware uh, that, that Hunter elected not to save him yet. Yeah. This is Wardlow, MJF type territory. Mm-hmm. I think this will be the time that we see it with MJF and Wardlow. No, yeah. I don't think that they're going to fully reference that. Well, you don't well, think they'll fully see- reference it, but I think we get shades of this. Well, like MJF holding the world title aloft and like Wardlow kind of there with him, celebrating. I don't know if they let him get to the world title first. They seem to be intent to have Wardlow get him the TNT title. It would be... I, I think it would be a pretty cool thing if like, have Wardlow beats uh, Guevara to be the world to win the uh, TNT championship and then he lays down for MJF. You see how he tried to touch the belt and Hunter wouldn't let him touch the belt? Good, mm. good story. Oh yeah, they know what they're doing. Listen, when Triple H like, is like really motivated to get a guy over, he'll get that guy over. So, this leads to an interesting question. All of the subsequent people, did they not get over because Hunter didn't let them get over, or did they legitimately not have it? Like, which one do you think comes first? Do they not have it so he didn't Help them get over, or did... What's, what's mixed bad? There's certain people that wouldn't have gone over, there's certain people that would have done. Let me put it this way. RVD wins the world title in 2002, he gets over properly. He was over at the point. Have, um... Like Booker? Yeah, Booker. No, Booker I, I would argue, team. though, that Booker didn't... Like, he needed to beat him, but he didn't need to beat him to be over. He needed no, to beat we're... him because it was the right thing for the story. Out of that? I kind of uh, I'm kind of in the boat that if you want to set somebody up, look, if they don't have it, it's not going to work no matter what. But you've got the ability to make sure that it doesn't happen, even if they do have it. Mm-hmm. I think if you give somebody the right tools and they've got the talent, they can sort it out. 
but no matter how if we're going with a tool analogy no matter how good of a carpenter you are you can't build a house if you don't have a fucking hammer you know so if you're in somebody's case where triple h is like no i don't see it i don't want to put the guy over i want to have him lose i want to do this then eventually people are going to just be like all right well that guy sucks I don't know, man. One thing that didn't suck was that match. Very good it was match. It a lot of fun. It really makes me just sad. Like, I wish that it was still like that today. And you would think with, like, uh, you know, something to wrestle with when they do these watch-alongs and stuff that brutes would watch these and be like, man, you know, this used to be so good. <laughs> Why don't we do that now? I think I think the problem is it's like when you reboot a show where it's like, well, we'll just reboot it. And you forget that it worked because of its time. Not just because of its name. Right. Yeah. There's been a lot of that going around. Check out Smart Guy Moment uh, Smack Talk Podcast 2.0. <laughs> uh, we'll see how uh, this Elimination Chamber coming up plays out. Maybe it'll be one of the good ones. Maybe it'll be one of the ones that we would like to forget about but this one's a good one at the very least so we want to thank you for checking it out with us and you know riding along during this podcast as we did our latest whatever the number of the fan ounce table of this is i don't know we're well past the point where i stopped counting them but um tell us what you think drop a comment below hit the like button if you enjoyed this hit the uh, share button if you want to pass this along to anybody you think might be interested in checking it out head up to patreon click the join button and uh, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Smartout Moment. Check out the T Public and Red Bubble shops for the merchandise options if you want to pick up something uh, while they're on sale. I'm pretty sure that there's going to be sales uh, going for a little bit while now. Um, there's usually another one coming up, and you know, take advantage of that while you can. If you want us to watch another Elimination Chamber in the meantime, the Pick Your Poison tier is always an option that you can take advantage of. And uh, we have more Elimination Chamber content coming your way. Not only just the pay-per-view, but eventually I'll be doing the call the spot on the card. Always do that for the Elimination Chamber. So you got to rank the six people that are involved this time. I don't think we're going to get another Elimination Chamber for the, the women. So it's probably just the one this year. But if there is, then there'll be something for that too. But anything you'll find, you can find on smartcamoma.com or... If you follow me at Tony Mango, and you'll find other things elsewhere on other websites like that. You should check out what these guys have going on as well. Not just me, but follow, for instance, Rob over there at Dude Felice all over the place. You should. You should follow me at Dude Felice on every social media platform. And you should check out Fightful.com because Sean Ross Sapp does some great work over there. Uh, yeah, Callum. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Wigmaster14. Check out all of the stuff on smartcatmoment.com. Uh, power rankings is where you'll find my written work on top of this uh, verbal communication. But check out all the other stuff there as well because it's all good, good stuff. Good things are good. Hopefully you are good. Hopefully you thought this was good. Hopefully the next thing's good. We're going to try to do that with whatever it is. I know the hot tags are coming up at the very least. And then we have kind of a question mark about what we're going to do after that but you know if you uh stay tuned to the channel you'll figure it out when we figure it out and we will see you then everybody but for now this has been another smart out moment and we're being counted out